you know. But we're a team, <laughs> so it equals out to just average coffee. So it's an average coffee. You know what would really make this better is if you just poured some of that coffee into this coffee. Do you and... know the mess that would be made? <laughs> the mess that would be made. Right on our equipment. I think that would be perfect. Mm -hmm. Sounds smart, right? This is great because the last few times since we've gotten the mug... We just had a water or club soda. Like now, I actually oh, have coffee. Oh, now we have an. I still have an average drink in there, though. But I do Good like coffee. this coffee. Hot coffee in there. So that'll be good. Mine's just a little more tasty. Um, mm. If if anyone wants a really delicious iced coffee, you can get. It's we we had Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks like that you buy at the store. Yeah. That's just already iced coffee, maybe fifteen calories mm -hmm. if that. And we put just a tablespoon or two of peppermint or pumpkin spice. Also, creamer. we like the unsweetened coffee because remember we got the sweetened one one time yeah okay. you don't really need the extra sweetness but if you just do a little crushed ice mm -hmm. two tablespoons of either pumpkin spice or peppermint mocha or something one of those coffee mate uh creamers put a little iced coffee in it and then we put a little whipped cream on top and then sprinkle a little bit of cinnamon mm. so it's this delicious almost tastes like a starbucks drink but usually those starbucks drinks have 400 calories and uh -huh. this has about 50 to 100 depending on how much you put in so I love it as like a four o'clock, five o'clock, six o'clock. I was gonna say the mid-afternoon pick-me-up. Usually in the morning, I don't mind my coffee black, maybe a little creamer. But later in the afternoon, you're like, oh, what can I have? Yeah, <laughs> it's and and the I think the whipped cream with the cinnamon and the ice, like all the mixture, is a pure great taste. Where if you just do just iced coffee with coffee mate. You're drinking the coffee mate. Uh -huh. You almost this is an experience. So I highly recommend it. Either get whatever you can for the I just burped. Um <laughs> or you can make your own iced coffee at home too, I'm sure. But we just like to get it in the container. It's now easier. you have that one iced, correct? Yeah. That's how I like the afternoon coffee is iced. For some reason it takes tastes really good with all those ingredients. More so than if it was hot, because we've kinda tried that. That's my morning. Yeah. You know, I need those stages in my day when I'm watching what I'm eating. I look forward to the hot cup of coffee, too, on an empty stomach. You get, what was that quote on Instagram? I like my coffee. <laughs> I drink just enough co coffee where I start to jitter and get anxious. <laughs> That's when I know it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, so I do about two cups of black coffee in the morning, and then I'll, I'll eat, and I'll, you know, around, like I said, four, five, or six, I'll have this. And then at night... I have casein protein, and mm -hmm. I do the same thing, but it's a chocolate. So you can get powdered peanut butter, which is way healthier than creamy peanut butter. Mm -hmm. You can put a tablespoon or two in there with, with chocolate casein protein, which is a slow-releasing protein. So in my opinion, I think this is true. keeps you full longer. Yeah. And I do the same thing. I blend it, put a little whipped cream, a little cinnamon on top. Same thing, but you're getting protein. So I kind of trick myself to uh, to stay full on that. all the all I that like stuff. I like that. There you go. But before we get started here... I want to let everyone know a quick little cool announcement. Uh, I want to thank everyone for the for purchasing the cups, and it's been a big hit. Um, and that's what happens when you read comments and you listen to what the audience wants. And we heard mugs, 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 and we we uh, we sold a lot of those. And we're using all of that um, that commission that we've made to run ads and continue to build the channel. Mm -hmm. So we want to thank you so much for contributing in that way. And we also ran a Black Friday deal where if you type in the code word Friday you'd receive 15% off. We've decided to extend that through the holidays. So the whole entire store, whatever you want to get, the, the t-shirts, the masks, or the mugs, just type in at the very end, it says I have a promo code, the word Friday, 
and you'll receive 15% off your whole order. So you can kind of do a little stocking and check out our Yay. merch store. So thank you for everyone for your support. We appreciate that. And take pictures once you get your mugs or product, whatever it is, and tag us so we can see yeah. you guys with them. Mm. Well, now that my whistle is my whistle oh. is wit, oh. or as others say, whistle is wet. <laughs> let's hop into the episode. Welcome everyone to the Freddie and Alyssa show. If you're new to the channel, please subscribe, like, comment, all that fun YouTube stuff. If you're watching on Facebook, like and follow. If you're listening on a platform like iTunes, hello. Um, if you want to leave us a five-star review, that would be absolutely amazing. We appreciate you. We've been putting out content now. We're approaching three and a half years. We're having a blast. And we just want to take this second to thank you so much for your ongoing support. This is a two-lane highway, a two-way highway. My sayings are off today. This will be fun. It's the iced coffee. Let's go. Maybe you need the iced coffee. I think I do. Um, and then what else was I going to mention today? Yes, um, uh, I want to because I know the holidays are coming and people are looking for gifts. If you're a wet blanket like myself, you want to get this done. Some people enjoy it. Others don't. I like getting mine done. So we have a couple things today. If you, we have our merch store and also Cameo. Alyssa and I are bookable on Cameo. We can do shout-out videos for Christmas, for the holidays, whatever you'd like. We can sing. I don't recommend that, but hey, we'll do it. You're the one picking it. Uh, we can do anything you'd like. You can go to cameo.com forward slash fmsmith319. Let us know if you want one from me, Alyssa, or both of us. And it's a really cool gift uh, for somebody for the holidays, and we love just entertaining and bringing a smile to people's faces, uh, especially in a time when uh, virtual is pretty much everything these days. Yeah. So that's really cool. And then we do have a wonderful sponsor today, uh, Faraday. Faraday. <laughs> just gonna They're stick. never going to use us again. They're like, you know, like we not. really liked you. But um, your, your, your singing makes us just never want to sponsor your podcast again. But FaradayBrand.com um, has an amazing men's line, women's line, accessories, jewelry. I know Alyssa's rocking. Uh, you wear that all the Gold time. Gold baby. Yeah, we did some, uh, some laundry today, some whites. And I have a wonderful white t-shirt that I love from Faraday. And uh, so we did it with the sheets today. So I'll be rocking that in the next uh, couple days here. <laughs> the clothes are so, so comfortable. And I love uh, a company that has a vision and that has, uh, you know, it's, it's a family run um, company. And I think that's super neat. You and I work together and run mm -hmm. businesses. And Faraday has just been super kind and awesome. And we appreciate them for supporting the podcast. So if you want to, um, to do some Christmas shopping, some holiday shopping, and get some quality clothes, you can head over to FaradayBrand.com forward slash Freddie Alyssa and use Freddie Alyssa for 25% off at checkout. Holler, I love a Christmas deal. Faraday, <laughs> don't like, you come on over, Faraday. So yes, so Faraday, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, thank you. This is what you get. You <laughs> pick this podcast, this show. is what you get, a musical to go along with your brand. And uh, that's on the house. <laughs> um, we were doing some errands today. I have... Um, I have, I have not left the house uh, other than once. You've left a little more than me. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we went and picked up wine one day about two weeks ago, and that's the only time I left. And we picked up propane for the, but today, for the barbecue. Oh, yeah. That but was I've the left same day, once since pumpkin patch picking. Whoa. And we went today, and it was actually really nice. Wasn't it nice to get out? Yeah. It's kind of chilly right now. Bizarre. We, we're having a little cold front. It feels like Christmas. Yeah. It, it's what, like? low 50s i think it's yeah it's low 50s and for florida that's 
chilly. It's very chilly. It's going to be in the 60s and going to hit 70, though, this week again, and then it'll probably be hot. So but, cold. <laughs> but I don't have any sweatshirts. That was the problem today because you didn't have a sweatshirt because all of your sweatshirts are um, still in storage, which will be coming soon. We'll give you an update on that. But it was crazy today because, I mean, I've been out a little bit more than you, but I haven't really seen much. Yeah. And where we were driving, because we needed to print something out. And yet again, we were looking up Kinko's. You know, we're like, oh, where's there a Kinko's? Well, we first get to the first Kinko's on the map, and we're at this beautiful hotel, Gaylord Palms. And it's we're like, wait, is this right? Is it inside? We're like, well, let's try this other Kinko's. So then we do another one. It's about a mile away, and we end up at another hotel. And we're like, is this what they do here? But we're right by Walt Disney World, so everything is inside. So you went in, there were so many beautiful Christmas decorations on the outside that was, because I haven't seen that at all much while we've been here. And I'm like, oh, it's Christmas. Yeah, they were, everything was decorated. And I got to tell you, it's still so interesting to see just how the world has adapted. I mean, I, I you know, the hotels are just empty. It's kind of weird, but then it's also kind of cool mm-hmm. in, in a weird way. Because they have, like, all the decorations were inside. They have this beautiful tree. There was one person working the front desk, one person outside working the valet, but there was no one there. Yeah. There was one person in, two people working in the Kinko's office, and <laughs> uh, then a couple people in the in the coffee bar, and then, like, two people behind the bar. So there was all these workers, but there was only two people in the whole entire lobby. And uh, it, it that hotel vibe, though, makes you feel... I want to like go work there one yeah. day. Just go get a table away from everybody. We can grab coffee and like a little croissant or something, uh. and then grab a drink and just like <laughs> you know hang out. There's and and really just be be outside yeah. and uh, and just at least get out of the house because we're very blessed to have so many areas that we can go by the pool. We can go upstairs. We can go here, and that was one of the biggest reasons we didn't do an apartment again. Just that we wanted the space. Mm-hmm. But you also, if you're locked up from the house for a month, you still want. There's something about seeing other people that just feels right. And just different energies and scenarios and just different scenes. It it changes your mood and your vibe. And you're just like, ooh, like stimulates you a little bit. Yeah. So so we'll we'll, we'll have to get back out there. But yeah, we printed everything out. That worked really easily. And um, I was going to stop and get a sweatshirt. But um, for those of you who don't know this story, I can't remember how much we shared of it publicly I know we shared it in our uh, in our members only podcast uh, last Sunday or the Sunday before that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want an extra podcast, by the way, you can look into becoming a member. We do a, an extra podcast every Sunday, and the last Sunday of every month is live, and that's what we did this past Sunday, and it was fun. We got to answer questions and um, shameless plug. So <laughs> the um, but our furniture. So to to sum this story up re- real quick, in case we've sh- we've shared this before. We had our furniture shipped cross country, but we, we held the, the, sh- the shipment um, because we didn't know what, what we were going to do here. We thought we were going to be in an Airbnb for maybe a month or two. Then we were going to rent or buy or move to another Airbnb. We didn't know. So on the phone, I just said, well, I don't know what my first arrival date is for the furniture. Just store it for me and I'll let you know. Can I change the date? And they said, you can change the date anytime. I go, wonderful. So here we go, October 28th, we decided that we're going to rent the place that we're staying in here at Airbnb and extend it for at least six months. And I called up on October 28th, October 28th, October 28th, One more and time. said, hey, October 28th, <laughs> um, I would like my stuff uh-huh. from California shipped to Florida. I'd like my stuff because now we're going to be here. We were going to do a storage unit or the garage or whatever. We have a few things that we want. So 
they said, great, we'll send over your information to dispatch and you'll be hearing from them soon. Two weeks go by, didn't hear anything. I'm like, where is our furniture? I finally get a hold of the dispatch person and they're saying, oh, well, your first available delivery date is December 1st. I go, uh-uh. I called them the 28th of October <laughs> and changed it to November 4th, but no one knew that information. Long story short, we finally got um, word that our stuff is being picked up on December 5th and 6th this weekend. And he said that he'll have the delivery window ready. And I said, I'm sorry to be impatient, but I've been told since October 28th that I will be informed and I'm yet to get an actual date. Are we going to get this before Christmas? He goes, it's way before Christmas. No need to apologize. I'm here to serve you. It was very nice, but he said way before Christmas. So way before Christmas, I hope, is like December 12th or something like that. I hope it's December 7th. So I can put my tree up. Well, if they're going to load it on the 5th in California and drive a There's truck. There's no way. It'll be It'll 12. be 10 days. Yeah. 10 business days. Or um, it'll be December 31st. <laughs> you know, he said way before Christmas. So hopefully he's right there. But our printer's there. Clothes are there. Sweatshirts are there. Um, our podcast table. Our podcast curtains. Because there's a loft upstairs that we have. I ordered all these different. Because we can't. I don't want to drill holes in the wall here. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we ordered this stand that just holds up and has a rod. So there's you just put the stand up behind. We put the curtains on. Mm-hmm. And then we got these other stands that have uh, for our audio foam panels. And I'm going to be able to... So we're going to make a makeshift podcast studio that's going to look just like our old one. But it's going to be up in the loft. Yep. And we'll have their bookshelf in the background. It's going to be really cool. So that should be coming soon. Can't wait. So let's make a bet on the date it will arrive. What do you believe delivery date will be? I think December 14th. You get out of my head. Well, you asked me first. Dang it. All right. Well, I will say December 16th. Yeah, because I was thinking like December 17th or 18th is not way before Christmas. Mm Mm-mm. I really think between the 11th. Between the 11th and the 16th. Okay. So that'll be really good and then we can stop talking about it. But it's been, (laughs) we just don't have anything. All of our stuff, like even for me, when we went out today, I didn't even have pants because when I was packing, I go, oh, we're going to Florida. Our stuff will be there way ahead of time. So if I ever need jeans later in December, I'll have my stuff by then. I have no jeans. I do have a coat and I mean, I have a little bit of more than you do. Yeah. The only thing I packed in the car was um, all the podcast equipment, the electronics, Mm -hmm. and then I packed one backpack. With four outfits so I could have a different outfit at every hotel and then I was going to wash them. And then my mom sent me a couple shirts and then we went to TJ Maxx uh-huh. and I dropped like 150 bucks but got like this shirt I'm wearing now I think was $8. It's a it's Nike like t-shirt. I'm like, that's great. So I just bought myself some new stuff. Yes, please. They're looking good. Thank you. So that's so that that's what's been going on in life. We've got uh, we've been doing a lot of writing. We, mm-hmm. We've been now that we've kind of uh, checked the box of um, of being able to stay here and, and getting a lot of work done, and we have a great rhythm going with our producing of content, which has been great. So we kind of have a schedule, and um, so we're working on a lot of writing. We had a, a great pitch meeting with a production company um, creative executive whose job is to find new projects for the production company. So uh, she's reading our script right now. So fingers crossed that we could be uh, getting a call and that would be a really neat new avenue that Mm -hmm. we could take you all through because we know nothing about the process of selling um, a script. I, I don't know what that looks like. If the next thing is, hey, we like it, we want it. What is that next step? 
if we want to be in it, what's that next step? Is that in the initial contract? Does the production company own it? Does the production company help us pitch it to a Netflix? Like we don't know. So we'll ask and we'll learn and we'll be able I to share I feel like that. the only thing I know about selling scripts is from Entourage. There are a couple different storylines, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, you know, in one of them. Sorry, I was chewing. I want to block the mic. <laughs> no, in one of the stories, there was um, this guy who lived in the middle of the U.S. And, you know, he just was this brilliant writer and they all wanted the script. And then what about the guy from um, I See Dead People? that movie Sixth Sense yeah he wasn't a writer what Haley Joe Osment mm-hmm. he played who did they were he... the financiers of the movie that's right oh. Texas oil money and they wanted more money for the film and that's right that was in I think one of the last seasons but yeah they show. were well I don't think they showed the technical aspect they made it just fun for entourage where they're like we want 500,000 for this and Vinny Chase is attached and then they they Ari storms into a studio head. I mean, of course, that's not our path. Um, <laughs> so we'll see what happens with that. And then the other big thing that we move forward with, which we brought you through a little bit, but we're ready to share more about that now, is we have a wedding venue we and we are do. officially planning the wedding, like for real, not prepping, but making uh, actual it choices. Happening. It's happening. <gasps> So we got the location. Um, The date we have as well, but for the moment, we're just going to keep that private, the date itself. But the venue we have, and we want to take you through the venue and uh, just kind of our whole process. Because again, this is what's exciting about a podcast is we've never got married before. So there's a lot of things that are coming up that... Uh, that we think can be really interesting to to chat out loud with because we're even still trying to figure it out of yeah. what are the things we're doing. But what 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 do you what do you think about the um, about the venue and everything like that? Well, first of all, the venue we were looking for quite a while. You know, we obviously knew we were going to do it in Florida, but we're like, do we do it on the coast? Do we do it on the beach? And when we were first starting to look, we didn't know that we were staying in this house, you know, hopefully for like a year. Like we, we just didn't know where we were going to end up. And so we're like, you know what? We love Orlando. Let's kind of start looking in Orlando. And we're like, it's a really magical place. There's Disney. And so we started looking around and researching all these different spots. And <coughs> you were making so many noises today. I think I inhaled some of the cinnamon. I don't think you're allowed any coffee. You're having indigestion. <laughs> you can hear it in the headphones. It's like... Brrr. <laughs> You're coughing. You're You're this. Oh my gosh. Are you sure about this wedding? <laughs> anyway, we were looking around in Orlando. You gotta stay focused. You gotta stay focused. <laughs> and we saw the four seasons. And we went there a few times. The first time we went on our own because we just kind of wanted to check everything out. And, you know, just that energy, too, of exploring the first time with your significant other. You don't have to worry about anyone else. And obviously, with everything going on in the world, we're like, let's just test it out ourselves. Loved it. It was so beautiful. Everyone who works there is so kind. And there weren't that many people there, too, which, you know, kind of felt really good for, you know, right now we don't know what's going to happen in the future. Um 
absolutely fell in love. Then we went back and we met with the coordinator. His name is Sasha. He's so fantastic. He took us on the sweetest, greatest tour, showed us all these different locations where we can get married, where we can have, you know, um, reception that's going to happen after. So we locked it down. I'm in love. I'm obsessed. What do you think? I loved the all-inclusive aspect of it that, you know, because when we were looking at different locations, you know, you would call up like that. There was that one, it was in Florida, right? It was some estate or not an estate or some sort of house. I think it was called the estate. Should I not say that? I mean, we we just didn't go with it, but it was, it's great. But the the issue with that was um, it was all piecemeal together. Mm -hmm. So if, you know, if we were like, well, we want, we want the estate, but you know, they're like, well, there's like a catering minimum or then you have yeah. to work. So it was kind of, it was kind of the, you had to, you had to get a videographer on your own. You had to get a photographer, I think on your own, the flowers, the catering, like everything was, was outsourced. Yeah. And it just seems, you know, that's one of the reasons that I love about uh, the deal that we, we had, we're doing with this place is that everything is included. Mm-hmm. There's something annoying about getting a cable bill, an internet bill, bill a water bill, a yeah. electric bill, and it goes on and on and on. I just love that we write one check and it's all included. Yep. The same thing with the with the wedding. There are additional things that we might do, but everything everything's included. We haven't actually added any additional things to it. Mm-mm. Like some of the flowers, the cake, the videographer, the photographer, the food, everything is in-house. Yep. So you just deal with one entity, yep. which is wonderful. Well, that was the biggest thing because even when we went to Sarasota – and they were giving us the pricing because we looked at um, a hotel there. They were just basically saying, well, the price is just for the ceremony. You know, and that's like, yeah. okay, well, then what about after? What about the food? What, it, you know, it just, it adds up. It's so crazy. And then the beach, I think, would have been neat. My biggest fear about doing a beach is that when your sister and Jim got married, we were on a beach. Mm-hmm. And we... We're watching them get married, and we were six, seven feet apart, and I couldn't hear a word they were saying. Yeah. I couldn't hear anything because it's so loud on a beach because of the True. waves and the wind. And if you and I are going to record this and we want to put it out for everybody to see, yeah, um, I, it, it can't be crappy audio. So we needed it not on the beach, and we would have had to really piecemeal together that. Mm, well, because we were looking at that, and that would have been crazy. And I believe, too, they obviously have mics like even for when we do this there will be mics um from what you know everything i had read and what i talked to them about and i think on the beach that would definitely help but what if there's wind does that pick up not if you have a really good good mic good uh lav because i think the videographer told me he's gonna lav me and it'll pick and lav the um the efficient the efficient that's right which will pick up you know because you and i will be closer than this yeah so it'll definitely pick up if because it i mean you think about the the lob we use from our cell phone when we do different videos oh, yeah. sometimes it's like a 50 dollar lob 100 dollar lob i'm sure when you have a professional it's like 300 to 600 dollars and yep. it's really going to pick it up well and it'll be hidden and nice and so that that's going to be um that's going to be good but i forget where we started with that oh we were just talking about um the venue what we liked about it oh, and the beach and the beach yeah, yeah. But what's cool with the venue that we chose is there is, you know, a lakeside. So we're going to do our ceremony outside yeah. so that you can see that. You can still have like that nature. 
Yeah. It was really cool. And and I liked and I just love yes businesses and for a big day like a wedding, you need to go with a, a company that's going to say yes to you. That because yes. and from the very beginning they're like whatever time, whatever location, whatever you need, it's yes. Yep. And it just makes that day that's already what we're finding um, not stressful because we're putting it into perspective of understanding that it is what it is and you just just yeah. knock out the things on the yeah. list. Well, also, too, being in the yes business, it was really crazy because I started working with the coordinator um, on the types, the different types of cakes that they offered there. And he, remember, he sent me that huge list, just every cake yeah. you can imagine. And as I was going through it, I go... I really want red velvet. Like that's what we had at our engagement. It's just, it's really special and obviously very delicious cake. And so I just asked him, I was like, Hey, I was like, if not, it's okay. We'll totally pick something from here. But would red velvet be possible? And he goes, Oh, absolutely. Not a problem. Yeah. Didn't make me feel weird about it for asking. Cause you know, like also those types too, they're like, see what we can do. Yeah. (laughs) So it's just, it's been perfect. So we're, we're really uh, pumped about that. And then, um, and then you're just planning out all the flowers and the decorations Let's type thing. Let's just say I'm handling all the details um, down to the bouquet. And then obviously when you're a bride and you have a bouquet, your husband is going to have a boutonniere that matches the bouquet. Yeah. So you don't even know what... Lime green. <laughs> Lime green flowers. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what we're going to go with. And I think we've decided too, I'm doing the... Uh, I don't know why Florida makes me think of like a beige um, tux or something, but I think just going black and white, traditional. I just think the classic is so timeless. I just love it. If we were on doing a beach wedding, I'd definitely feel more of the the beige colors and whatnot, the nudes. I just feel classic's going to look so great. I think you're going to look stunning because we were looking at a couple tuxes for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were trying to figure out, you know, rent, buy. I feel like you should rent. So where else are you going to really wear a tux in the near future? Well, yeah, and I think the renting of it allows that one company we found that they're going to ship me things to try on, mm-hmm. and then you ship it back, and then they'll alter it, and then I'll get it if I buy it. Then we need to find a company to drop this off and yeah. alter it and do the whole thing. So if they're just going to send it in, and it'll be cheaper too. And like you said, when's the next time I'm going to wear a tux? <laughs> Especially with what's going on, who knows? Yeah, so I was like, okay, and so we're gonna we're gonna do that, and then Alyssa's convinced me to do to be clean shaven, Yay! which it makes sense, yeah. you know. And, and they even have a spa there. We do have to call back, and I'm sure they can do this, but I want my hair professionally cut. Yes, because if we are gonna have cameras and pictures and everything, it's not just like this where I can cheat it. Yeah, this is needs every angle needs to be like great. You don't yeah. want my hair to look awkward. And also, too, what I would do with you, since it's probably going to be day of or a couple days before, I would just grab a picture of you in the past that you really like the way your hair looks or anyone in the world. You can go online and Google, but just show them what you want and they'll do it. Um, Because, uh, you know, like you said, it's your wedding day, too. Get a little haircut. So fresh, so clean. Yeah. I think I'm just going to do it really... um short with just a little spike in the front but not messy Mm -hmm. just you know because i I could keep it long like it is now and have it slicked back but then i almost feel that's too much like i just want to be simple classic totally but if i slick it back and then there's one hair that falls down like i want to guarantee that it's 
you know, that it's great. But it's crazy because you're really seeing, too, a lot um, that they have these different services for wedding dresses, for tuxes, that they'll send it to you to try on and you send it back. Mm -hmm. But they're like really nice gowns. I'm like, can you imagine that business running that? Running what? A business of like wedding gowns that you're sending out to all these different houses and they're trying them on, but then they're sending them back. And then you have to clean and make sure everything, you know, obviously they're probably just the try-on gowns, you know. Yeah, that they can ship they're around. They're not going to sell that. But it's crazy. And with yours too, I don't want to see you in it. Like we could try a different, a couple different ones you want you want to try on. Yeah. Um, but I think I should wait until day of. Yeah, we'll wait. I mean, I mean, whatever you want to do, I, I don't care. I would see you in the dress. No way. I think I've found the one for me, but I'm still waiting for them to send it. So we'll know for sure. Yeah, everything. Yeah, we just got to get all that together. And then the, you know, we really have to get on these uh, invitations because that's yes. something you should really get to people in a timely manner. Well, because it, it's crazy too. Even when you look at all of these little details of a wedding, when we first start looking at invitations, you're like, oh, okay. Like, what do we want? What's our style? What's our vibe? Our, our entire aesthetic, you know, for the wedding. And you start looking things up, but then it gets pricey. Yeah. Like you can go real crazy. And we were in love with one, but we're like, that is just insane. It's an invitation people are going to take and eventually, you know. Throw it out. Throw yeah. it away. So you're like, well, let's find something in between. Um, I found the one that I really love. Yeah. And it was a nice in between because you want to be classy, but we didn't. I think the one you originally found was was this like not glass, but plastic or something. Some sort of like, like hard material that you, you get it in a box with a bow and it's a huge presentation, yeah. but they were eight or nine dollars each. And um, it's just unnecessary. So we might I as well know. just get it. So plus pretty, the shipping though. on it the would be shipping. way more. So yeah, we found something super simple and we're just going through a list and uh, getting the invitations together. And you know, you, you, you call your parents and you're just like, so who are we inviting? And then there's like extended family. And so we're like writing down all the addresses and oh, yeah. every single person, what was interesting for my list, for all my parents' uh, connections is that they were all in that town. So when we were going through the addresses, I was just copying, pasting Ashtabee, Ohio, 44004 uh -huh. to everybody. But your family friends are kind of everywhere. So you were like, what's the city? What's the thing? And you're like typing out. I knocked mine out in like 15 minutes. Yeah. Oh, mine took a long time. Yeah. Well, it's funny too, because at first it's like, hey, mom, why don't you just, um, you can email them over. She goes, I'm not emailing them over. She goes, it's so much easier if you call me and we go through it together, which was totally fine. And we did. But, you know, she pulled out her address book and she's asking my dad, she's like, Rick, where's your address book? Who else do you want? And it's so funny that I haven't had an address book since I was maybe 13. Yeah. I used to keep one and I would always like keep all of my addresses and phone numbers in there. That was definitely for me before the Internet. And then once that happened, I was like, oh, I don't need to write my best friend's phone number down or like memorize it, of course, or to go through when you're writing a, an old friend a letter or whatever it might be. It was before the internet. So that's why we would do it. But my parents, they both have address books. Like when your mom was giving it to you, I'm assuming it was address probably, book. Yeah. Well, because people don't also, they don't move as much and it's just nice to keep it. Mm -hmm. But I feel for us, if someone, like when Ariane and Mike, um, you know, Ava was born, you, you just text a friend, say, hey, what's your address? 
Yeah. Like we don't have a problem. Just say what's your address. And then I've asked certain people so many times for their address over the years, but I'm not going to write it down. Well, I keep mine saved in my phone under the contacts. Like people that I know I send stuff to every year, I'll add their address in there. And then also anyone I've sent gifts to through Amazon, maybe Etsy, they're saved in there. Oh, yeah. So generally, if I'm sending someone something, it's going to be probably a repeat every year that, you know, maybe it's a birthday and it just saves in there. I don't have to go to my address book and go and get it. But it just it's just interesting to see how times are different, different generations do different things because I used to keep an address book, but as I got older, I just used this guy right here. Yeah. Well, you asked your one friend, hey, what's your address? And she gave you her, her email address. Yes. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Because we thought about going the digital route, but um, there's just something, you know, yet again about receiving an actual physical invitation that I yeah. think is important. So we kind of went back and forth on that. On the design, uh, we went back and forth on whether to put, you know, the official Mr. and Mrs. Adam Smith, or do you do Adam and Jill Smith? Right. You know, what do you do? So we kind of went back and forth on that. And I think you're going to go the more traditional route. And I'm going to go the more traditional route with like my parents' friends. Yeah. Where the generation, it would come off a little, maybe not disrespectful, but um, like an older generation, my parents' friends in their 60s, I will say Mr. and Mrs. Adam Smith. But as someone who's 30, I'm going to say like, like Cherie and Jeremy Sharda or Jeremy and Cherie Sharda. Whatever you, you like, I mean? whatever makes you feel good. It's your day and that's the cool thing. Yeah, because I think there's a right there's a right way to do things, but I also think there's there's ways to improve, and um, you know what I mean. Because if you didn't have anyone to ask, you would just do what you think is right. Like someone just made up that that's the way to do it, but you don't necessarily have to. You can do whatever you want in anything in life. Yeah, you know, you can follow a system or what people do or what proper etiquette might be or just formality versus being casual. But then again, also too, it depends how casual it is. If you're just having a couple friends over and you're doing a quick nuptial outside and you just want to keep it a text, like even for our engagement party, we made a digital invite and we just texted it out. Yeah. Because we were like, for our friends, no one's going to care. Yes, it's all moved digitally. It was just a couple friends that we had. That's really interesting. So a wedding is pretty much the only thing that, not the only thing, but it's going to stretch across multiple generations, which there's different respect because you hear a lot of people especially like in my my parents age where you'll hear this oh the kids these days the kids these Mm. days so it's like they're they're like i grew up with you know mr and mrs and and holding doors open and um you know like you don't open someone else's refrigerator you know there's there's a lizard on the wall (laughs) that scared the out of me (laughs) welcome to florida (laughs) little lizzie they get in, they get in. For I'm her. just so glad it was a little gecko. Because that's okay. Yeah, but how do we get it out? I don't, is that the one you think was in the slider? No, that one's different. Let me pause real quick and okay. get that. Florida living, Florida. I can see where that probably scared you. Well, it just, it was out of my peripheral, and I'm like, uh-oh. And I could see that the size oh. was a larger oh. size. I go, I, I can't have that be anything but a... Little gecko. <laughs> yeah. Well, that worked out great. He just jumped down, and uh, and that Yay! was that. So, but what were we what were we just talking about? So, um, so the invitations. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a different generational thing where if you have, you know, an engagement or something that we did local with our friends, it it kind of changes. And here's a great question that I have for people too, 
is we've gone back and forth about our registry. Is it, we've heard literally from both sides where, where we've heard someone say, if you put your registry link on the invitation or in there, that I would be so mortified that I would curl up in a ball and die is how presumptuous and tacky that feels. And then you have people saying, that's the only way to do it. It's exactly what people are gonna want instead of having to send you something in the mail. So we've had conflicting things where it's the most tacky and presumptuous thing, or it's the most cool, awesome, hip, easy way. Right. And I think our reasoning about it for me is I always look at what I would do as the consumer of anything. Mm -hmm. So even when we make our YouTube videos, I don't ever think of like, what do we want to do? It's more like we have to enjoy it, but what's the audience going to like? And it's the same thing here. If I got an invitation to go to a wedding and whether I could make it or not, but I wanted to give to, we don't have checks. So you'd have to get a check. You'd have to write it. You'd have to get an envelope. You'd have to stamp it. You'd have to drop it off. It's like a big ordeal. I would love just to know the registry and go, oh, here you go. Done. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how I thought of it. But then when we heard that, no, that could be presumptuous or tacky, I was like, oh, yeah, because I don't want people to think that they were invited because we wanted something. Well, no, but generally what they do, how it's always gone when you are having a wedding, you'll have a bridal shower before the wedding. Now, that's usually what someone's throwing it for you. You know, maybe your maid of honor, your mom, or whoever it is. I don't, I should actually know that, but I don't. I think it's your maid of honor, your girls, your bridesmaids traditionally will throw that for you. And when someone's throwing you a party, it's a lot easier to say, oh, this is the registry. So you give people that are going to go and attend the wedding who are also attending the bridal shower, you give them the registry at the bridal shower. So they will bring a gift to the bridal shower and not a gift to the wedding. Actually, no. They give both. Yeah. That's insane. There's a bridal shower gift and then there's a that's registry. Insane. It is insane. That's insane. It is. But So that's interesting to me because somebody else is doing it. It's just the tact of marketing in that aspect where you're just like, oh, it's not weird because it's a friend throwing it. But then a friend is going to the bridal shower giving a gift, then hopping on an airplane or whatever, if it's not local, flying, spending money there, and giving a gift for the thing. Yeah. So when you look at all of it, and I look at it like this, because this is our first time. Yeah. So if you don't ask anyone advice, and you just go, well, what do we know about life, and mm-hmm. what feels right, and what feels wrong? Um, the thing that did bug me, and why we ended up going without putting the registry, is that we didn't, as soon as someone told us, they're like, we, I was like, I don't want someone to ever think they were invited just because that. of that. Yes. So I said that was enough for me to go, okay, you know, because there, there's like a list of people where there's certain, and I think that's what I was talking with, one, with with my cousin about. There are people that in your life that you just know are going to come to a wedding and give a gift. Mm-hmm. Like people would know, there's people in your life that you get, you know, you're invited, you know, you're bringing a gift and it's not presumptuous. But then there's the fringe people that are invited and you you don't really know them that well, but they're a part of the family or something. Right. And I felt funny about that. Like I didn't want people to th- like I, the people that we're inviting. We want to be there, mm-hmm. and so we left it off the invitation. We still haven't got them printed yet, but we have like everything ready. But I'm curious what all of you think about that. Do you think it's tacky? Do you think it's not? And did I just let it get into my head where now I felt it was presumptuous, but I made the joke and I said, what's presumptuous is if in the invitation, there was a self-stamped envelope that says, put cash here, please. 
is presumptuous, but putting the registry link to make it convenient. Well, and here's the unique situation that we're in. Because of everything going on in the world, we decided that at this time we're not going to plan a bridal shower just because <laughs> trying to do a wedding is one thing, but yeah. at, having all these other events, like you don't want to have to cancel. So we're like, you know what? We're just not going to do that. So traditionally, that's when you'd share a registry. On the other hand, we also have been together for 10 years. Everything that we do, especially when it involves other people, we like to make it, I guess, as easy for them as possible because we know what it's like being yes. on the other end of it. So since we've been together for almost 10 years, we don't need your average registry stuff. You know, we don't need the mugs. We don't need the the stuff for the kitchen or the mattress or I don't know, whatever that traditional stuff is. We don't really need that. So we're like, you know what, to make it easy for everyone, instead of people trying to send random stuff here that they have to go, oh gosh, what do I give them? We're like, let's just have a little registry. This way it can allow us to put funds toward whatever it is in our business or life, new chapter, house, whatever it's going to be. It's just a lot easier to do that. Yeah. So then we were like researching and we heard about something called a, what is it? A wishing well. And that's like really popular with the modern couples. Yeah. You know, and basically what they do at physical, um, or they used to do this physically, but now it's kind of gone virtually where you would go to a wedding and they would have a wishing well table, but you would have just this box and people could put their envelopes in and it would be cash. But people started like stealing those or things would go missing. So they start, started setting up online. Um, like you've heard of Honey Fund where you can or go. Zola. Or Zola. Or those are pretty much the three yeah, big ones. Yeah. Right? And a lot of people, what they'll do, and especially if they're going on honeymoons, they'll set it up where you can purchase um, something they're going to do on the honeymoon together. So we had a friend get married in Mexico, and I think we paid for them to go see um, a musical and have dinner in Europe. Like that, we looked at it. You yeah, know? you can do. You so can it's do just that. all different, you know, and every couple's different. Well, everyone, and that, that's the whole thing is like it's, and then you like look at all of the other things where, where people say your 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 love, laughter, and presence is all we need. But yeah. if you want to honor us with a gift and everything, so. I just never thought of that because it just seems weird to me because I genuinely don't, I don't care if, like, I just want people to celebrate in our day, celebrate our day. Yeah. Like I'm not looking for the, for a gift. Right. If people want to give, there's some people that will 100%, but I don't want, I never wanted people to think we expected a gift no. and that's what made me uncomfortable. My initial thought was, oh, the registry link is easy. I didn't think that it's going to be presumptuous mm -hmm. and for us, because we run a business and we run out of an S corp and we have our personal and we have to actually talk about an accountant about once we finally get married, what that's going to look like. Cause yeah. I don't know that'll be new, but wedding gifts are not a taxable income. And when I looked at it, I go, if we get a honey fund and family and friends and people send money and we cash out that honey fund into the bank in like two months, whenever after the wedding, that lump sum is easy on the accountant and for us to show that this 6,000, 10,000, whatever it's going to be, um, is, is wedding gifts. And it's not taxable. No, That's but crazy. I'm saying how crazy it's going to be if you have people mailing checks all different dates and now you're going to have, you know, mm -hmm. 60 to a hundred checks that are just everywhere. And then for the accounting purposes, cause with our income and how we work everything, yeah. you're going to have to say, well, this was a wedding gift. We'll prove it. 
okay, well here, you know what I mean? Like yeah. everyone going to the honey fund and doing one export. That's interesting. Yeah. Is even when we do with our, with our Teespring, with our advertising, we let it build up into PayPal yep. and we have separate accounts. So when we, after like three months, we'll, we'll distribute from the PayPal, you know, here is the, the sponsorships and it comes in a lump sum. It's easier to keep track of yeah. than piecemealing together everything. So I looked at it more in that technical aspect hmm. of it. So there was more that went into it. But like I said, I'm curious what everyone's thinking if, if that's um, if that's presumptuous, even though we already made our decision because even if one person thought so, I'd feel like crap. So I was like, we can't do that. Yeah, just not not worth it. Yeah. But we're, we're learning a lot too because we've never done this. Yeah. You know, and there's a lot that goes into weddings, not even just the planning, but all these little details and even learning about like, when you have to get a, a marriage license and what goes into that, there's just a lot of stuff yeah. that you never really would sit and figure out or look at if you weren't the individual who's going to go through it. Well, it's the wedding that's yeah. actually the, 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 um, you're planning an event. If, if you're, <laughs> if you're actually just getting married, that's easy. The yeah. legal portion of it, you can get a notary and have someone do it for you in 20 minutes and you sign it and it's official. Right. But if you add that on top of, because like even the officiant we have, um, he sent us over pages of things for him to say and yeah. goes, pick what fits you. So we have to go through and go, okay. And we also don't want a long ceremony mm -mm. because I've yet been to those weddings where you sit there and I'm like, they're standing up. When's the kiss happening? In 55 <laughs> minutes? I mean, it's just like I should have used the bathroom before. Should have used the bathroom <laughs> beforehand the here, and then it, like he'll like say, "And we are gathered here today," and we're like, "Oh, the kiss is happening here. It is," because when there's two people that love one another, love is, a, and you're like, "Oh, okay," and then we're gonna go ahead and light the can. We're lighting the candle. We're right lighting the candles here. Oh, the two candles are becoming one candle. Okay. Um, so the I do's like, five minutes later. Yeah. So we so we're looking through it and we're condensing condensing it so that the officiant maybe talks for three to five minutes and then we're gonna write our own vows and the whole thing will be wrapped up in twelve minutes. Yeah. That's my kind of ceremony. Yeah. We like that. We're into that. Yeah. That's just us, though. Everyone's wedding ceremony is going to fit them, fit the couple. That's what you're catered to. What they're catered to do. But again, I don't know why I always think in the terms of the other person. You are so crazy about that. Even being invited to a wedding, like this was our whole reason. I feel that we waited a while to plan a wedding because you're like. Oh gosh, it's, you know, cause we were looking at destination at one point and you're just like, I don't want to put everyone out like that. Can I say the most wet blanket thing I've ever said? Oh no. Do you know what bothers me the most is that, you know, I, I think if you, if you and I met in high school or in college or we lived 20 minutes away, we fell in love and 98% of all friends and family, maybe a few college friends are out of state, all live in one town. I think it's a little different. The fact that we literally have no one anywhere succinct ever. It's people everywhere. And I just feel it's inconveniencing people. <laughs> like I just think to myself getting an invitation going, I gotta go to Delaware? <laughs> Delaware? What are the tickets now? You mm -hmm. know, and this is before the whole like thing that's going on in the world right now. But it just, you know, I think some people look at it as a fun vacation. 
But in my mind, I go, people got to take off work. They lose money. People got to fly. That costs money. People got to get a hotel. That costs money. Then they're going to bring a gift. That costs money. Then they got to get an outfit. That costs money. Then they got to go back and then go back to work. Like I look at it going, you know, that's my wet blanket self. So for any of my friends listening here, I'm really excited and looking forward to your wedding invitation. <laughs> but um, I don't think it's unreasonable. I think some people feel that way. Yeah, you. <laughs> so I never blankets. wanted. To, so I, I don't want to inconvenience people. So I I wanted to be meticulous of, of like how convenient, how easy, how fun. You know, I like the competition aspect of it. Where if somebody goes home going, I got to tell you, I've been to seventeen weddings. That was the best. It was just so smooth. It was run like a uh, Fortune five hundred company would throw an event. Oh my! And that's what gosh. I strive to do. So I look at it going, I don't want to sit there for an hour. Yeah. People are like, we want to go eat and dance and drink and we're sitting there. So um, you can probably disagree with me on that one, but that's just how I think about it. I'm just being honest. Like, No, and I, I understand where you're coming from because we've been on the end of a ton of invitations. I mean, dozens and dozens and dozens of weddings. And for me, I always get excited for them because I think weddings are so much fun. But, you know, traveling taking the time off work, whatever it is, like all of that, the actual act of everything that goes into it and all of the money being spent, I totally understand. But then when you're there, you're so happy to be there and you're celebrating people that you love and care about. And I think that's the most important thing. Of course. It's a big moment. It's of special. Course. So people I, will want to do that. I have enjoyed every wedding I've gone to, but the but yet again, we've never gone to a local wedding because we've always been gone. So it's, it's like true. it's always been, you know... Um, a journey yeah and it's never fell on a on a time when we had time off so it wasn't like oh let's go for the week and really enjoy it it was always like red eye even for my cousins we flew on that frontier red eye where the guy was so rude to us on the plane Mm -hmm. we landed like saturday morning or something we had no sleep and then we turned around and headed back and i remember we went to mio's and picked up benji or something Remember we went to Mio's place? In Parma? I was so hungover because we flew back from the wedding we... and I felt like crap. We were in Ohio. I don't know. I was near death. I remember that. And we were in Ohio. I don't... Are we... Maybe he watched Benji? He did. So we dropped... So, so Mio... Yes. He Mio picked, picked us up from the airport, dropped us off at the hotel. My cousin was getting married, took Benji. We stayed in the hotel for two nights, partied, went to the wedding, woke up. Mio picked us up with Benji and we stopped by his house because we had an hour to kill yep. and I remember just feeling like crap and we had to fly back and I had to go to work it's, it was the worst it's, like I, I wish know. I would have had some time off to do that so but imagine too having a family that lives close by and all your friends are close by and there's a wedding on it like that's when it's just easy peasy yeah or you can throw you know maybe a week long thing but um but yeah, I, I, I am kind of bummed though that like we're not going to be able to do anything traditional, but we can't wait. Like there is no bachelor, bachelorette, there is no bridal shower. There's not, you know, we're not going to be able to do um, anything traditional, but it's like the more and more we, we look at the climate of the world, it's like, we just don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So we got to do the best we can. And, and we um, got to do what's best for us as a couple. Yeah. It's all we can do. Yeah. It, it just, we got, we got engaged during like a, a real good pocket of our life that we were kind of just like grooving. Yeah. Like it was like great. And then it, you know, 2018, 19 and 20, um, we had very close people in our life pass away. We had, mm-hmm. you know, the pandemic you have, there was just, there was no time 
literally no. we would have had to have canceled any time we thought we were going to do this yeah. would have been canceled um, other than the very first time that we were going to do it really quickly but that was just a mess yeah. and we found out for the first time if you're doing a destination wedding that you're going to drop like thousands of dollars mm-hmm. to plan it and all that so so anyway but no I'm, I'm just i'm kind of half kidding but i am a wet blanket it's just the way i look at things yeah you know when when the when the when the bridesmaids and the grooms all or the uh best man what, what, what groomsmen when they're all announced and you come in doing like silly dances at the reception that's gotta go we've seen it we've seen it you're such a wet blanket. You know what I mean. We, we've seen it. Freddie um, Smith. But but anywho, uh, but we'll, you know whatever whatever happens happens. But I want to talk about the vows because this is another um, slight area that we have a, a slight disagreement on. Yeah. I want you to explain to me what you believe should be said in the vows that people well, write to one another. We have decided to write our own vows. Sometimes people will stand up there and the officiant will say repeat after me, and then we'll do the vows as they traditionally are written. And we're like, you know what? It'd be really cool if we wrote our own. And in my opinion, and from what I've researched and looked up, your vows are basically what you're vowing to that other individual for this entire marriage. Um, But you can make it your own. You know, you can make it personal, fun, funny, sentimental, heartfelt, but it's basically a declaration of what you're vowing to do for that other partner when this marriage, you know, is happening. So to me, I know you had mentioned, you're like, yeah, I want to tell some stories, which I think is fine. But just as long as you're sharing what you're going to vow to your partner. Yes. Um, because a, a tr- the traditional vows is just the the traditional um, for richer or poor for sickness and in health uh-huh. is like that traditional vow. Yeah. But if you're going to give, if you're going to write your own vows, I think the purpose of writing them, it's, it's that we're not going to like that traditional vow is perfect. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to write your own vows, it has to be personal through stories because you're not going to create better vows than that. I'm going to love you through richer or poor from sickness and in health as long as we both shall live. I think the uh, interesting thing part, what did I just say? The interesting thing is that we generally always are open in the sense of if we're going to do something, we're like, okay, you tell me what you're saying here. Oh, okay. So this matches. This is the one time that we're not going to share until we're up there what the other is thinking. So we don't That's good. I can take you by surprise. Because I, I want to win. Why are you going to make it a competition? Because it's fun. Oh, you're so We're going to sit there. It's like, who can make each other laugh harder, cry harder? And then, you know, when the video's up, we'll we'll see in the comment section who had the best vows. So there's no pressure. But I just really think I have a great one. But you just were like, oh, you can't tell a story. It's got to be vows. I was you like, no, I got the vows. You can tell a story, but you have to also include the vows. You can't just get up there for like a 15-minute stand-up. No, no. I think it's like three and a half minutes. <laughs> And I've cut all the jokes because I don't want it to ruin the moment. If there's something that comes to my mind in improv, I might add oh, it. Oh no! But yeah, it's just a, it's just a, um, yeah. I don't. I, when when you say the story, I don't know what story you think I would say. <laughs> I like it's it's leading into the beautiful. It's it's going to have a, 
it's you know I've, I've orchestrated it i have it in my head i haven't written okay. it down yet but okay the story i I'd, like you're like oh you can't tell like a, i'm like i don't know what story you think you i would can tell. tell stories i just was envisioning you just getting up there and taking a, us on the journey of like from when we first met to today which is fine but you no okay good but you just have to share vows that's what vows are you're just declaring to the individual what you're vowing as this marriage becomes one as we become one that's all it is like have you ever watched movies where they do their vows and they say their own vows? i think that's usually when i get to go to the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> maybe i'll show you a few just so you can or you know what it's our our day we can do whatever we want well, it, but we live in a weird world because we always do things, you know, for like it's. I'm so happy we have everything on camera, uh-huh. but I'm I'm always aware that that we're we're producing a video as well. Mm-hmm. So if strangers stumble across our YouTube video of our wedding, and they're they don't know who we are, those vows need to share who we are because if we just said when i first met you in 2010 and we hung out and became best friends and we went through ups and downs together but i vow to love you in sickness and health rich or poor till death do us part they're gonna be like that's cute who the hell are these people there's got to be a unique story that that weaves in so that strangers watching it and people that to be honest because we move there's people in my family or, or distant friends who haven't lived for 15 years with us and have missed a lot of things that are really part of our life. Mm-hmm. You know, they ha- they almost know like an idea of us. Like, oh yeah, they're the that's my nephew or my second cousin or whoever that's been out in California and was on days and like, I don't know what else they're doing, but you know, yeah, they're nice. The family's nice. Like that's pretty much the extent of what they know. So yeah. I'm trying to think, how can I in three to five minutes share something where they go, oh, Five wow. minutes? Yeah. I thought you said this wedding was going to be 12 minutes. First of all, <laughs> the officiant, what we're going to say is, listen, Father, we're going we're gonna to have to cut your lines, okay? <laughs> this has to Director be 12 minutes. Smith is coming through. And, uh, and really, I think, yeah, just saying uh, welcome. Welcome. The floor is yours. <laughs> We gather here today. And cut. That was wonderful. <laughs> First take. First take this officiant. What's his name? Father Glenn? Reverend Glenn. Reverend Glenn. Yeah. Um, so, but I, I'm, I'm kind of half kidding about all this stuff. Just kind of having some fun no, here. No, we're going to have fun. And I think what I'll do, I'm just going to show you a sample um, vow of people mm. writing their own vow. I just want no, you to no, no. see. No. Just get an idea and then do whatever you want. I know it'll be great. I trust you that much that I know it'll be beautiful, whatever it is. And it's from your heart if you're writing your own vow. I think if you're going to say, I vow to, um, I, I just think there, there needs to be a story that leads up to why that vow means something. If you say- How many vows are you writing? <laughs> the traditional, it all gonna, it's all going to lead to the same. I'm just saying, if, if, you, if you say something in richer or poorer, for sickness and health, um, there's no weight to that anymore. Right. So if I'm going to create my own vows and say something different, I also want a story to back up those vows that mean something all in one. Whatever you want, my love. Whatever you want. <laughs> but I will just show you a sample. 
I already know. I can't. My mind can't be changed. I'll just show I'm you gonna a sample I'll, I'm movie. I'm going to keep scene. working on it, and I'll I'll uh, critique it, and okay. um, you know I'll really look at the whiteboard and I'll study it because <laughs> you know we're going to need the officiant to judge. I'm going to ask him when it's done. I say thank you, Father. So who who I mean who who's was better? Clearly the bride. And he's he's going to say, I, I know, to be honest with you, just don't tell the bride it was you. Yours was so better. <laughs> and I say, well, honestly, how many weddings have you done? Eleven hundred. Not that I'm in competition, but out of the 1,100 um, vows that you've heard, uh, do you think mine was up there in the top 10? Oh, my god! And gosh. if he goes, yes, I'm going to say, all right, your tip just got doubled. Oh, my gosh. Reverend, what's his name? You don't even know Glenn? his name. You don't even Glenn? I'm not telling you. You learn. Well, you're the one you having go- all the emails. I know, because I'm the one planning. Well, I'm focusing on the Your moment. vows. <laughs> you're focusing on your vows and that's it <laughs> yeah i just gotta get my hair cut and i gotta have my tux and... and we have to order your your band your wedding band yeah because we ordered the ring sizer what did you end up being like a i don't know you like, don't know i mean like a nine and a half to ten somewhere in there so we're gonna have to pull that out. I'm gonna have to do it because we you can't well, order the wrong. No, but I also don't want it to be so tight on me no. where it makes me uncomfortable. No, but I don't but want it look, loose where it's it, like mine. Mine's easy. Yeah. Because at first we thought I'd be a four, and that was pretty loose. And they did three and a half, and it it's perfect. It's not too snug. Just beautiful. Yeah. No, I think a, I think a nine point five or a nine and three fourths would be perfect. I don't think we should leave these details up to you. <laughs> So we'll we'll do that. Um, what you, color would you do? I I don't I don't know. You don't know, baby. Time's ticking. We have time. I'm gonna. We'll, we have. I mean, we haven't even got the invitations out yet. I know. So, but yeah. We'll, so we'll we'll handle that. But it, but it's off and running, and and it's just easy. Like you and I will. Ne- I mean, I'm like I said. I'm I'm kind of half joking about the vows. Um, in the sense that, you know, like I'm open to whatever. Like I, yeah. I know some people's weddings, they get like in arguments and stuff, but like I, I, I have easy. no, I, I just tr- don't. I just trust that whatever you want or decide is going to be great. And I know that, you know, vice versa. Well, where's the, where's the bridezilla part come in? What, what are bridezillas upset about? Um, Who are they upset with? Everything and everyone. And they act crazy. But like, like what? Like even just specific stuff of with your bridesmaids, you have to look this way. Your hair has to be like this. You can't have oh. this. You can't have that. No. Blah, blah, blah. That's not me though. No, because it's about them. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're, you know, it's, it's, yeah, you just got to make it. It's, it's a fun, it's a fun thing. You have to make it about other people um, when you're planning a wedding like that. Of course. So... So that'll be that, but yeah, the rings, and then that's about it. The food's gonna be simple. The um, and everything else is done. And then we have little Benjamin. He's gonna be a part of it. Oh yeah, there's a company. Yeah, we heard from our coordinator at the venue, and he said that there's a company. Basically, what they do day of the wedding, um, they just kind of handle your dog in the sense of he'll be there, but we don't want to be worried. Literally. You know, while I'm walking down the aisle, oh, where's the dog? What's going on? And then, oh, we're eating dinner at the reception. Oh, where's the dog? Like they, I guess, like babysit, but also make sure that he's there for. Well, we even his... talked that he, they might hold him um, yeah. ne- up next to me, or yeah. even have him in a bow tie or something. Yeah, so like a little tux. yeah, there's a whole company that does that. So we just feel Benjamin has to be a part of it. So, but yeah, this way we don't have to 
um, have the responsibility. So this company is going to do that. But yet again, everything went through that hotel. So we've got all this, we've got all this together. We're going to just, you know, iron out these last details. Yeah. I'm going to get my ring ordered. Um, and then I got to get my tux fit and then, you know, we'll get things rocking and rolling. Yeah, we got to do more so your stuff, but it's all pretty simple and easy. Luckily, these businesses have made it so easy. Even that, I think it's called the black tux maybe, but they offer, they show you the tuxes, the shirts underneath, the different shoe choices. Yeah. Like just everything. It's just all in one place. Yeah. And that's what I love. I love convenience. And I feel everything we've been doing thus far with this has been more convenient choices. Yes. You know, which is what I love. And, and a lot of these companies have caught up with uh, modern technology. Yeah. So I can only assume that back in the 90s, planning a wedding, you had to go in and, and the cake, you had to go into the tux place, you had to go into the, you had to go, like it was, like now you Dang. can kind of just click, click, click. I want this, I want this, like, or yep. try it, like, boom, it's done. So they're making it very simple. But, uh, but yeah, so, so that's kind of under wraps. It's, it's not, um, it's really not stressful. It's mm -hmm. just time consuming in some aspects, but it's fun. You know, yeah. it's, it's really cool. And I'm really excited because so many of you who are listening, you might've just found us. And a lot of people have been watching us for many years and I'm so excited. I feel like everyone's been waiting for this. I know a lot of my friends that I texted to were like, they're like, um, oh, it's about time. It's about time. So people are excited and that was my main thing is I was like, I want to make sure that we have great video because we're going to do some sort of wedding video yeah, for, uh, for everyone who's watching and we'll be able to put that out and we've got some really, really fun ideas to mix in there and we, and this whole entire wedding is going to be kind of, it's going to be very unique. So that's why we're kind of sharing a, a lot of it, but not too much. So we're just kind of. And at the end of the day too, we really wanted to make a wedding video because we've had so many people come along this adventure for a while with us. You know, mm -hmm. just watching us just kind of transition and going through the motions of life. And this is such a big moment. And we just wanted to be sure that we could share that. Yeah. So. Yeah, it'll be good. And it's going to be like our, our, our wedding video where, you know, we're going to create our own videos. Like we're going to do a little diary cam when we're separate the day of. Mm -hmm. So when we edit it together, it's going to feel like a vlog more than a corporate wedding yeah. video. Um, a little wedding vlog, a wedding yeah. special vlog. So so we'll have a lot of cool things there. Um, and then, yeah, that's that. And then the last thing of the pod today is um, I got the email for the Emmys. <gasps> so the daytime Emmys aren't going to be till June or July. They don't have a date yet, but they decided to keep it virtual, which I totally get. Like, why plan it and cancel it? But we have all the way till mid-February to... Um, submit and i'm really pumped because it is a little bit of a tedious process but i just had such a great couple storylines in 2019 that is now what i'm submitting so what kind of scenes do you think because you had some good stuff yeah really, it's, really good. I, I think my best shot of of uh winning one would be with my character's mom dying and then me flipping out on maggie I think showcases a wide range of emotion. And when you watch through people's reels, it almost seems like everyone just mm -hmm. submits those. So I'm going to play the game and submit the craziness, like mm -hmm. real emotional stuff. And um, Well, when you did the Maggie scene, because it was in, I want to say, the Kyriakos Mansion in the living room. Yeah. And I remember you just like laying it on her. And I literally felt her like naturally just go, oh my God. Because no one ever sees you like that. 
No, unfortunately. Sonny's never like that. He's always just nice and good. So the, I remember, I just, I can see it in my head and I could see your reaction. And I was like, wow, what a, what a time, what a scene. So yeah, yeah you they, should do that. Yeah, it's very, uh, every now and then I, I got to express um, that high of an emotion. And, you know, it's just fun to do, especially the yelling, because it feels good to be able to do that sometimes, yeah. but you can't do it in real life because then you're like a real... Like yeah psycho yeah and there's yeah. there's repercussions to it so it's kind of fun just to exercise that muscle of just letting out like anger and and uh and just ripping into somebody it's kind of fun but when you do those scenes and also um emotional don't you just feel so drained at the end of the day because you don't normally do that i feel drained if you're crying mm-hmm. the yelling just because there's no prep that's true. I can get that angry in three seconds. That's so true. it's like for me, I just do that as if I was going to have a normal conversation. I'm definitely more tired because you are drained, your voice and everything. But yeah. if you're crying, that kind of is with you before the scene, during the scene, and it lingers after. Like your yeah. body's tired, especially if you do it all day. And usually if you're crying, you know, on, on, a, on a show like Days, you're, you're not just going to cry in one scene. You know, mm-hmm. it's usually the entire episode is you emotional crying and you keep cutting back to the crying and crying and crying and crying and crying. Right. So, um, so that's really emotional, but yeah, I'll, I'll submit that for, I think I'm going to do supporting because I, you know, um, I, I'm not going to hop into the lead category no. on it. I think supporting's great. I can kind of, I feel like I can sneak a win out of the supporting sneak group more than I could the lead. So we'll, we'll see there, but I have till February to figure all of that out and then we'll see who's nominated in May, I think they said, and then June or July, they're going to air it virtually again. Doesn't it seem like it was just yesterday when they had the virtual daytime Emmys? It, it feels like yesterday. Yeah. 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 We got what? stuck in 2020. I felt like the summer, we just were like, man, this year is so <laughs> slow. And now I feel it, it, it was almost like a roller coaster uh-huh. where it was like so slow and then <laughs> and now we're just like going nice sound effects it's already december 1st december 2nd when most of you are watching this yeah what well you know what though that is good because that means 2021 vibes are coming we can all wash our hands off of this crazy year we learned what we learned let's take it in 2021 let's have great healthy, good vibes for our world, peaceful vibes, and just never look back. Never look back. Take the lessons we learned here. Right. There's a lot of pain, a lot of challenges this year, but we also uh, were forced to grow. Every and single person. I think, I, yeah, I've seen a lot of quotes about that on Instagram <laughs> Some too. Some of us physically. <laughs> hey, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty proud of myself right now. <laughs> We've been doing really good. Yeah. Really, really good. Yeah, I kind of stayed uh, the same, went up and down a little bit, but traditionally like basically where i was last year i'm at right now so to make it through that year um oh yeah with uh kind of staying the same weight has been pretty good other than a fluctuation here or there and And listen it was a crazy year if we gained some pounds that's a-okay it was a crazy year yeah there were times that that's kind of all you had for a second you're (laughs) like let me just eat and drink and then uh but we we got we're we're putting together a gym upstairs that'll be a good little vlog it's really just carrying stuff up there so i don't know if that'd be an interesting vlog maybe we'll put it in a vlog but we have this area upstairs that's like this balcony Uh and we have this actual like 
like workout system coming here on the 7th. We've got a workout bench. So we're going to start adding weights into the training, which is going to be really great. Um, So once we can add weights in and then starting in the new year, I just want that head start and and have a healthy, healthy, healthy uh, 2021 and beyond. Because 2021 is going to be great. I feel it. It's going to be amazing. Yep. So, but yeah, we'll keep you, we'll keep you updated with everything that we're, um, that we're doing. We appreciate you so much and, uh, we will see you next Wednesday and we might even sneak a few videos in, in between. Love you guys. All right. Take care, everyone. (laughs)